0: Hello and welcome to another podcast of things we did on the radio. Hopefully I sound happier about doing the podcast this time because let's be honest, it's all that's left of my media career. The final repeats of the final episode of Late Night MASH went out on Dave and this is basically it. I mean, all I've got left is the fact that I've got a podcast and I do five pound voiceovers for some dodgy stuff online. So other than that... It's nice to be here. Hopefully you'll do all the subscribe and all that stuff, but I think the bigger issue is you can sit down and enjoy what I did on radio earlier today. Enjoy! I don't want to over-promise, because I always underdeliver, deliver and we get letters, but by the end of today's show, I think I will have solved climate change? Yeah. Why not? I mean, I know the bad thing is if I end up solving climate change during the show, all those politicians up there in Glasgow will take credit for it, won't it? Oh, it happened at the start of November, it must have been us. Yeah, of course it was you. It was me on a radio show and also maybe some £5 voiceovers. That kind of thing. Using my media power to make the world a better place. I did say by the end of today's show, we'd solve all this climate change stuff. Because I've never really knuckled down and tried and solved it before. And I think that's why no one's really got to the bottom of it. They've not had Steve doing it. So... I mean, like, everyone's up there doing the COP26 thing in Glasgow, and it has to be said. If you're going to try and convince people that global warming's a problem, taking them to Glasgow is an odd shout, isn't it? We really have to do something to limit the increase in global temperature, you say to a bunch of people that can see their own breath at the start of November for no good reason. In the papers today, then, it says, Boris Johnson says, it's last chance on climate. Boris Johnson will tell world leaders that we are one minute to midnight in the battle against climate change. Well, the good news, Boris? Clocks went back. So, we're an hour and one second to midnight, wherever it is. Better, isn't it? Gives a bit of time. Um, some of the other headlines out of COP26. Joe Biden blasts China and Russia for not doing enough, which is a risky strategy. If you're going to upset China and Russia, it's the last time he drinks tea without having someone try it for him, minute his days are numbered and again at his age going to a place like glasgow i am not being harsh I'm just saying already kind of numbered you know for certain people who think should I get an advent calendar is it a waste but that's not the main issue here the prime minister warned last night that the chances of limiting global temperature rise to 1.5 celsius were in the balance and what can we do about this well Boris Johnson's been all gloomy he's been all of course he's gloomy you know, one of the worst things you can do for the environment is, is have lots of children. So he's already on the wrong side of history for this one. What are we doing? What are we, what are you doing to help solve the planet? Because I, I do lots of things. Like, when it comes to having more children, however many children I end up having, I could have had more, and I won't do. You're welcome, planet. Because having more children is bad for the planet. So if I end up having six, I could have had seven, but I'm going to keep it at six... Thank you, Greta. What's on your list of things that you're going to do? Uh, like, for example, uh, on the shop on the way in, I bought some... What have I got over here? I got a kombucha. I got a kombucha, which has probably been flown all over the planet. But when the lady said, do you want your receipt? I said no. Yeah. So, I uh, saved a tree. Yeah. I mean, she still printed it off and threw it straight in the bin, but not my bin. So I'm doing my bit. What bit are you doing to save the planet? email on air at time 1075.net. So far we've worked out that I don't take a receipt when they say join you your receipt. You keep it. You keep it and you make something out of that whatever because clearly they want to cling on to it otherwise why would they ask. And You keep that receipt you, you, you use it and then you therefore you don't have to print off your own receipt and I've saved a tree. So, I know maybe the word hero is too big but we don't all wear capes. But also we got an email through from Nick H on air at time1075.net that says, I had a good idea on Sunday. Write that down. He's had his annual one. So I really enjoyed having the extra hour to lay in bed and do nothing without feeling like it was wasting time. It was free time. So I thought, why doesn't Boris or whoever... He has in charge of such things add 10 minutes to every day of the week monday to saturday and then every sunday give us the time back so that we have an extra hour to lay in bed and do nothing there are a few tiny details that need to be ironed out are there because so far it seems watertight so far this email is so watertight i think you've been rubbing it with dubbing this is like do we make every minute longer or just have 10 minutes added to one of the hours, like a leap 10 minutes every day, and how do we replace or modify every watch, clock, and computer system in the country to cater for this, says Nick. Those are big questions. They're the kind of questions that we'd need extra time in bed on a Sunday to answer. But the big question is, how do we get that time on a Sunday so that we can lie in bed working out how to achieve whatever your goal was, which was extra time in bed on Sunday? Hmm... Kenny says, "Jolly good afternoon, Steve. Hello, jolly good afternoon to you." He says, "I'm breathing more slowly to reduce my carbon footprint." Well, we'll put you on the list. That's brilliant because we all know carbon's a problem. When you breathe out, you emit carbon dioxide, which is a greenhouse gas. I honestly heard someone on radio uh, last week saying, "I don't believe in all this carbon thing." What? What? Carbon dioxide's in the air, and how's uh, that going to warm up? And it's we do this at gcse don't you about uh, carbon bonds the electrons in there can absorb uv radiation and excite the electrons and then that ex, a, excite oh what's the phrase excited yeah that's the word don't use that word very often um that state then relaxes and the heat comes off in different directions the photons and stuff basically that's not going to be your problem that we we now know that covalent bonds can um, absorb uv light that's that's gone we know that whether or not breathing out is a good way to stop it i don't know the research has to has not really looked into whether holding your breath is going to make global warming less of a problem maybe it will find some sort of a solution (laughs) solution but if i were you i wouldn't hold your breath (laughs) up there in glasgow they're doing their cop 26 just finished the g20 now doing the cop 26 sounds like they're playing battleships but what's actually happening is they're coming up with ideas to save the planet well clearly the fact that we've got cop 26 means they've done 25 of them and so far stay there just let me check yeah they've not saved the planet so far so I hope you hand it over to us because we're better at it what little things are you going to be doing to save the planet? So far, me saying no thanks, I don't need a receipt, has made the list. Uh, Kenny, not breathing out as often as he normally would. I mean, he's still one in one out, still got the ratio right, but he's slowing it down to reduce the carbon dioxide. Um, so have a look. I haven't. Uh, Martin says I haven't cut down any trees this year. Good luck to you. Well done. Um, Smudger gets in touch and says, "Good afternoon, Steve. Well, I'm doing my bit for the planet." When it's my time to pop off, by that, I've read the rest of the email, he means die, not break wind. But, you know, when it's my turn to pop off, (laughs) so childish, uh, I'm going to be mushed up and made into compost. Yeah, I know what you're going to say, what an incredible bloke. But that's just the way I roll. That wasn't what I was going to say, actually, Smudger. When you said you were going to be turned into compost, I was going to say, you've made a great start. You're heading in the right direction, aren't we all, though? Everything's getting a little bit more like that these days. You've mentioned about changing my name to Steven Tunberg. Ted says you'll still always be Susan. Uh, if you've got no idea what that's about, why not tr- find on social media uh, the latest sea shanty this show dropped? And it's bizarre that that's not even a lie. This is a radio show that has made a sea shanty. Which is exactly the kind of thing we'll have to do in the future if we want to save the planet. We'll have to make our own entertainment rather than uh, buying in freshly made entertainment from China. And so instead, sea shanties. There you go. Add that to the list. Another thing on the list of things that we're doing to save the planet. COP26 is happening. And we heard in the news a clip of Sir David Attenborough speaking. The first bit when he was talking, when he said... Today, those who've done the least to cause this problem are being the hardest hit and i know exactly what he means because i've never owned a business i've never been in charge of any industrial manufacturing process and yeah i am rinsing out yogurt pots like an absolute idiot do you know what i mean who's done the most to pump out co2 big business and i am nowhere near earning enough that i should have to (laughs) suffer like they do but But then, look, this is going to seem really harsh, but I think it's an important observation to make when Sir David Attenborough also said... Ultimately, all of us will feel the impact. Now, I'm not being too harsh, but no, no, we won't, Sir David, because I read through some of the details of the IPPC report about what will happen to the coral reefs and the ocean and its acidification in the next 30 years. And I might see that... But you can hear in his voice, you notice it's not his problem. You know what I mean? The same for Joe Biden as well, turning up talking about what we need to do, and you think, hmm, not too concerned, is he? I'm coming back home. Michael Bublé there, admitting to increasing his carbon footprint. You've just been cancelled. That's part of our new feature. Who's been cancelled? Actually, won't be long until we start doing a bit of that. In the papers today, front page is actually not about this climate change. Like it says, "Bang goes the bonfire night. Things are about to get worse for soaked Brits after yesterday's drenching. A four-day Arctic plume will bring snow, uh, washing out fireworks displays." And it's not really going to change much, is it? I suppose. All the only difference will be the quality of the sound that the crowd makes. Normally, with bonfire night and fireworks, fireworks go off, crowd goes "ah," and this time will be. Uh, it's roughly the same words it's just in the delivery we're more concerned about trying to save the planet which is what we're doing today uh, seeing as that's what they're doing in glasgow but what what steps are you taking what's your little bit email me your little bit nick h says uh, i've been doing my bit to save the planet i've started having my steak rare instead of well done actually that's a two for one he says So the obvious saving for gas while cooking, plus there's slightly less methane flatulence cows, around afterwards. So there we go. Take from, if you take nothing else from this show, and I advise that you don't, it's eat more meat. There we go. We're making the world a better place. In the papers today, Sir Billy Connolly has stopped speaking at weddings and funerals because he's terrified he'll get into great danger. He fears that he may say something inappropriate or uh, upsetting. And I kind of know what he means. Look, let's be honest. There are, it's it's wrong that the word comedian could be applied to both of our careers because they're so different. But, however, you know, for the very much less successful version, which is me, hi, how you doing? I'm Steve. I know what he means, though, because sometimes you do a, a gig and there'll be a stag to or a hen night in. And it doesn't go well because they don't really pay attention and they're absolutely trolled before they start and all this... And you realize it doesn't matter how much heckling or talking or any of that that a hen knight does. If the knight goes absolutely pear-shaped, it's ruined just one gig for me, but it's ruined their entire hen knight. And you only get one of those, although looking at some of those head knights, they look like they get three or four, but the stakes are higher for them, and I don't know why they don't realise it. I've often said you can tell you can tell the kind of hen knight you'll be dealing with when you look at the L plates sometimes you look at the L plates and think oh well you were in those four you look like you could sit your advanced but i mean that with love we were talking about what are we doing to save the planet thanks for some tweets on this as well at time 1075 underscore fm and at mr stephen allen uh, i like i thought we were doing a bit of a joke we were deliberately picking ones that were not really that useful were we you know not breathing out so much and uh, not taking a receipt it's not often that I find out that this show is more serious than i realized because in the today's papers an energy firm boss has said that brits can slash their heating bills by wearing jumpers hold the front page what a stroke of genius the latest piece of they've got jumper technology now who would have thought thank you for that insight this energy firm um, head called bill bullen yeah bill bull something <sighs> satire, said that research showed that half the nation's homes were heated to 24 degrees Celsius. If you want to try and save energy, he said uh, you'd wear a jumper. Alright. I see you're raising a jumper, and I raise you the fact that I'm not sat here stark berries naked. Which means I'm already wearing something, Bill Bullen, if that is your real name. Which means... Imagine how bad I could be for the environment if it weren't for uh, this sarong which I popped on. So, here we go. He actually said that. The way that we save the planet is to wear a jumper. Cheers for that. Why don't you head to Glasgow and see how that goes. Martin wanted David Bowie and heroes because he sent me an email saying he'd eaten a full box of heroes over halloween i mean that's as good a reason as any to get a song on i suppose i'm not going to complain about it emails to onair at time 1075.net a regular feature we've been doing on the show is shortage of the day <sighs> yeah a lot of shortages have been happening some uh, empty shelves the one thing we don't have a shortage of is shelves if anything shelf production seems to be booming, because I'm seeing loads of pictures in the papers about it, but uh, there's a latest shortage. Recently we've talked about vinyl. Uh, oh, how are we going to cope with that vinyl? Oh no. Oh my days. Uh, daffodils were one that happened a few months ago. Obviously the big hitters. The petrol. And everyone always worries about the toilet roll. Well, today's shortage of the day. Play the jingle. Shortage, shortage of the day. <sighs> Brides to be could be in for a Croc shock (laughs) if they fail to find a dress long before their big day. Supply chain delays and shortages could leave them without a stitch to wear. Stops to think about that. Okay. The UK Alliance of Wedding Planners have said that women should start shopping as soon as possible to try and make sure that they get the, the dress. Otherwise, oh no, you get the big day but you don't get the dress. It'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Oh, I mean, you wouldn't want to turn up to a wedding without the white dress because, like, the vicar is halfway there often in that outfit. Um, Although, look, I know what they mean about buy the dress early, but there are certain limitations on it. You can't buy the wedding dress before you've met the person you're going to marry. Let me tell you what it's like from the point of view of the bloke. If you suddenly, you know, you do some online dating, oh, that's a nice lady, let's do some chit-chats. Oh, eventually, you're a few dates in. You pop round to hers, somehow she's showing you something in the wardrobe, opens up the wardrobe and you just see... There's a white wedding dress right there. You would run away like you are Scooby-Doo who's just seen a janitor wearing a mask. You would be pew out of there. So be careful when it comes to trying to sort out the issues with... Shortage of the day. (sighs) Plus, in the news today, married couples who meet on dating apps are far more likely to get divorced quickly. Mm. Meeting online through apps like Tinder is now the most popular way of finding love. It's weird, isn't it, that? In the old days, you used to actually have to leave the house to go and get what you wanted. Very much like shopping. That in the old days, you had to, you know, go out, find a place to park, go and get what you wanted, manage to somehow get it back to your own place. These days, there's just an app. They just send it round to you. Um, in a box is way too big no, I'm really I'm thinking of Amazon there, I'm getting confused so if you use online dating th- oh, it makes sense though doesn't it because if you found finding a partner really easy part of your subconscious will think oh, this is a bit rubbish and it's really easy to find another one I'll just get the app out again then you'd split up whereas if you have miserable years in your late twenties where you really just couldn't get anyone interested then it makes you put up with irrationality and that's all coming out in my new self-help book, <laughs> which no one'll buy. So that's your podcast, done and dusted. For another one, subscribe to wherever you found this. Track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen, the same username for TikTok, for um, yeah, Instagram. For can I just check? There is it. Are we on OnlyFans yet? They're looking at me weirdly through the glass. I don't know if that's a yes or a no because they'd look that way either way. Uh, but till next time, bye.